We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Big news. The Almanac is officially back. The most exhaustive and comprehensive guide to the 2023-24 college basketball season is available for pre-order now. If you go to cbbalmanac.com, link is in the description below, you can pre-order for just $15.99 or 20% off the sticker price. The format is going to be a little bit different this season. Instead of an 850-page PDF, you'll be getting access to the full site with league-by-league PDFs available for download. The preview will be live on September 20th, so you have until then to be able to get your pre-orders in. So for insight for all 362 Division I teams from their head coaches and the experts that cover them, make sure you hit that link. Welcome back to another episode of the Field of 68's off-season grades in the world of college basketball. And today we are going to be talking about the Michigan Wolverines who are coming off of a 17-14 and 14 season where they didn't make the NCAA tournament with All-American Hunter Dickinson, with lottery pick Jet Howard, and with top 15 pick Kobe Bufkin. All three of those guys, of course, are gone, as is Joey Baker coming back this season for Michigan. Jalen Llewellyn off of a torn ACL. Doug McDaniel. Terrence Williams, Terrace Reed, and I guess we can mention Yusuf Kayetan here. They will be adding a trio of transfers, Olivier Kamwa, Trey Jackson, and Amari Burnett, as well as a four-star freshman, George Washington III. What they will not be adding, Greg, is Caleb Love, who committed, then decommitted from the program. What do you make of Michigan's offseason? Well, first of all, I just want to say we're recording this at 9.30 a.m. Eastern on a Friday. I got like two and a half hours of sleep last night, which is appropriate because that's how I feel after last season of Michigan basketball. I feel like I haven't slept in like eight months. I'm a fan of this program. It was miserable. The narrative right now is, oh, look at all this talent they had. They had the best guy in the portal and two top 15 picks and they were an NIT team. That's true. All that is objectively obvious. It's true. The reason last year's team stunk did not have much to do with Kobe Bufkin or with Hunter Dickinson. It had a lot to do with everybody else around them. And surprisingly, Rob, I actually think Michigan's done a pretty nice job of answering some of those questions. Last year, Terrence Williams played 27 minutes a game for this team at the power forward spot. He was unplayable by the end of the year. This year, they went out and get Kamwa from Tennessee, who there's questions. Is he an alpha? Is he a number one guy? 
probably not on a good team, but he's absolutely capable of 30 plus minutes every single night at the four and the five spot for this team. And not only did they get Kamal Rod, they also got a four they like more than Terrence Williams in Trey Jackson from Seton Hall. I'm a little skeptical of what his role needs to look like if they are going to be a competitive team. I think he needs to be like a 15-minute guy. But either way, I think it really bodes well that they sort of learned the lesson from last year of, hey, we don't like this this group of guys we have in this position. We need to upgrade it. The question is the backcourt. Jalen Llewellyn is back. He was an abject disaster last year. He was brought in because they liked him more than Frankie Collins. And for eight games, he was really horrible. He couldn't make a shot. He looked like the game was moving too fast for him. And then he got hurt, went down, and the season went off the rails. So uh, this year, you know, you think Doug McDaniel's going to kind of take the reins in the backcourt. If Llewellyn can slot in next to him, I think this could honestly be a group that's a little more talented than people are giving them credit for. And I like the ads that they've made. The one I haven't mentioned being Namari Burnett. Anytime you can get a guy from the number one team in college basketball that played 15 minutes in a loaded positional group, I think there's some upside there that we haven't seen Burnett in college accomplish yet that he could in a 30-minute role for Michigan. So I agree um, with some of what you said. Uh, I think the biggest concern that I have is one, you were putting a lot of faith in saying that uh, Terrace Reed, we hope, is going to end up being like a dominant five-man, and he could end up being that guy. He showed some flashes last year. I don't know if he's going to be. And two, you're trusting a couple of guys in the backcourt that haven't really shown that they can do things that you need them to do in the backcourt. And three, you are – I think Jawan Howard is betting on a lot of people taking a big step forward this year, right? Like there are a lot of guys that are good pieces, I like Trey Jackson as a piece, right? I like Olivier Kamwa as a piece. I think that if you are asking Terrace Reed to do a job for you as a backup five, man, he could do a really good job. I don't know if there is someone that can be a season-changing, game-changing, someone that you just give the ball to and know that you're going to be able to get a win out of them kind of a player. Is that fair? 100% fair, and I think it has to be Doug McDaniel. That's a super tall task for a super short guy who honestly was thrown into the fire last year, Rob, and I think he exceeded expectations. I mean, he was he was really disastrous in his eight games when he was playing behind Llewellyn. It looked like he was just swinging for home runs every time he touched the ball, and the ball would end up five rows up in the stands. And I thought he settled in pretty nicely, and, I, you know, it kind of goes two ways. When you look back to last year for a freshman who's so diminutive in stature in Doug to come in and play along Kobe and jet and Hunter has benefits. Obviously those are really good players, but it also has a little like, Hey, you're kind of shackled up here because jet's going to get his 20 shots a game. You make sure those guys get the ball and you just kind of stand there and watch. And I think Doug has a little more upside than that as a go-to guy. He had a couple really nice scoring games. Michigan won those games when he had really nice scoring games. So, look, this team's not going to have expectations. I think that's a really refreshing sense for this program under Jawan Howard. They've been a preseason top 10 team the last two years. They haven't lived up to those expectations. The one year they were unranked in the preseason – was his first year, and they really exceeded that and were a pretty damn good team for much of that season. I think they jumped out to like a 7-0 and start and were top five in the country after the battle for Atlantis. So I still buy that there are there's enough talent here 
to become an NCAA tournament team next season. But you're right. Somebody needs to emerge as the guy that's just going to score 15 points every given night that you can count on from game to game. Who would you call the X factor with this group? So <sighs> you could honestly go down the list and every single one, there's a reason they're an X factor because every single guy you're asking to play a larger role successfully that they've ever, they've just never played in college. My answer is Namari Burnett though, because the two biggest holes positionally on this roster right now are the two and the three. Namari Burnett's going to play both of those. Like we, we know whether or not it goes well or poorly. Doug is going to play 30 minutes at point guard. Terrace Reed is going to play 25 minutes at the five. You've got a bunch of options at the four that we already talked about at the three. It's like the shrug emoji. Like Yusuf Kayat is a potential piece. He looked really overwhelmed last year. And then obviously they swung for the fences with Caleb Love. Didn't get him. I think they were waiting for Antonio Reeves. Didn't get him. Now the two and the three is absolutely wide open. They need Namari Burnett to be not just a guy that can play 30 minutes, but a guy that can play great in those 30 minutes, uh, be a double-digit scorer, guard the opposing team's best perimeter guy. And I think Namari can do some of that. I mean, this was a really highly touted recruit. Jawan was on him out of high school. And for a multitude of reasons, both injuries and then ending up in a program that was loaded in the backcourt, I don't think we've seen what Namari can do given a large opportunity. So he's going to have that at Michigan. If he's really good, that's how I would buy Michigan actually is more competitive than people think. Yeah, I think that the X factor is, is literally everybody on the entire roster, like you said. Like somebody <laughs> has to step up, right? There's a lot of good pieces. You need a guy. It's very difficult in college basketball to win when you don't have a guy. And I think that that is the X factor. Are they going to have a guy step up? If it's Namari Burnett, that is a great answer. What are your expectations for this group this season? Our partner for today's episode is Athletic Greens. I started taking AG1 during the college basketball season, and I loved the impact that it had on my energy levels. I'm a big coffee in the morning guy, but by the time that the afternoon would hit, I needed another boost. AG1 helped me tremendously, especially on those days when I didn't want to get up off the couch and go hit the gym. Their tagline is AG1 is comprehensive health and the power of habit in one. And man, that could not be more true. It's nearly impossible to eat and drink in a healthy manner in the month of February and the month of March when you are in my business. And AG1 was exactly the supplement that I needed to improve my gut health and cover my nutritional bases for the day. I've continued that into April. I've continued that into May, and I'm going to continue that the rest of the summer. All I have to do is mix a scoop of AG1 with some water or maybe add it into a smoothie and I'm ready to go. Do it after lunch and you'll be ready to go for the rest of the day. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com backslash field68. That's field68, F-I-E-L-D, the number six, the number eight, and you can get yours now. So check it out and help support... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. None. I have zero. That's that's, as a fan, that's as an analyst, that says whatever you want me to. Look, this team on paper is like 10th, 11th, maybe being generous in the Big Ten Conference. This is a conference I think is not going to be overly good and has certainly taken its licks in the past few years. I think if Michigan were to make the NCAA tournament, they overachieved, simply put. If this roster is what it is right now on June 30th, that would be a refreshing surprise uh, I do think they will be more competitive than people think, and maybe that is the fandom in me saying that, but I don't think they're going to be some seller-dweller team. I don't think they're going to be blown out by anybody that's not Purdue and maybe Michigan State in this conference, but uh, there's work to do. There's certainly work to do, and if they're in the same position they were in last year where they're a bubble team that ends up on the wrong side of that, that won't be some massive underachievement next year like it was a year ago. Yeah, I think that I think you're right. You know, there's... Uh... When you lose the amount of talent that they lost from a team that went 17 and 14, right? From a team that that was an NIT team a season ago, uh, then you sh- you can't head into the next season and say anything other than like, look, you know what? If we find a way to make a run and be relevant, then we had probably a good year. And I know that's weird to say about Michigan basketball, but that's kind of where we are um, at this point. Can right. I ask you one thing on that? One one quick thing on that. What Do if you I said put no. any stock? I'm just going to ask anyway. <laughs> Do you put any stock in the the whole that group didn't really like each other thing? Yeah. Like, does that matter? Because yes. that's true with yes. last year's team. Yes, absolutely. Culture is 100% something that matters in all of sports. But I think in college basketball as much as anything, right? Like you got to actually like each other off the court, right? You got to feel like you're all pulling in the same direction. You have to feel like when you are out there, if you're going to sacrifice a shot for your teammate, you got to feel like your teammate's going to sacrifice that his shot to get you a shot as well, right? There's a reason why when you look at the teams that that have won titles recently, whether it's Villanova, whether it's Virginia, 
whether it's Baylor and the culture of joy, whether it's Kansas and what they've developed, whether it's UConn and, and what they built this past season, there's a reason why those teams have great culture. It's a buzzword. It's a cliche. It's something I think it's uh, over-discussed a lot of the time, but it matters, right? You got to have talent. You got to have players. You got to have dudes. You got to have coaching. You got to have all that stuff too. But if your guys don't get along, if you're not working out together in the off season, if you're not like all pulling together and willing to sacrifice and accept roles, like, I mean, to me, that's the biggest thing, right? It's role acceptance, role allocation, and understanding that, yeah, look, you know what? We may have Hunter Dickinson and Jed Howard, but Kobe Bufkin's probably the best college basketball player that we have on our team last year. I don't think anybody knew that, especially people on the Michigan roster. Yeah, you're right. There, To me, there were two large culprits last year that made it very clear that this group just doesn't like each other. Both of those culprits are off of this roster. That alone has me excited to see what they can do with no expectations. Yeah, so uh, you heard it here first. Greg is blaming Isaiah Barnes and Greg Glenn. Those guys absolutely torpedoed the uh, the Michigan college basketball season. All right, grade their offseason. A team that lost a Hunter Dickinson, potential preseason player of the year. A team that lost Jet Howard. A team that lost Kobe Bufkin. A team that gained and then lost Caleb Love. Like, grade their offseason, Greg. Where are you at? <laughs> Well, I, the Caleb Love thing is high because I, I think they dodged a major bullet there. I know they still have a large hole there, but I can tell you as a fan, I'm pretty happy that didn't work out the way Jawan wanted it to. <laughs> Poor Caleb Love, um, man. No one loves this dude. They got to change his name to Caleb Hate. I know, for real. I uh, it, It's hard because I think there really is like a line in the sand moment this offseason where you have to decide, are you evaluating before that moment too, or are you evaluating after? If you're evaluating after Hunter Dickinson hit the portal, I think Jawan's done a pretty nice job scrambling and getting pieces that I really do think address some concerns and some problems from last year. The problem is if you're evaluating this of uh, they lost two top 15 picks and the best player in the portal, like how can that be anything but a major, major disaster? It just is. Like you lose that much talent. I don't know what you're supposed to do. So I'm going to evaluate before that the the whole picture here, and I'm going to give them a D plus. Uh, I think that's as high as you can possibly go when you lose your three best players from a really bad team. And I like all the ads. If I didn't like the ads, this would be a straight up F, but there's work to do. If they were to get a guy like an Antonio Reeves, who's not in the portal, I know. Um, but somebody else, if somebody emerges like a guy who can clearly score double digits a game at the two or the three, then I think this jumps into the C C plus territory. So I think you're being a little bit too harsh with a D plus, um, Jed Howard and Kobe Bufkin were always going to leave. Like, I don't think that you can blame the staff for losing two guys that were first round picks to being first round picks, right? Like that just kind of is the nature of the sport losing Hunter hurts. But I think that the writing was kind of on the wall there and, all things considered, Michigan got a commitment from the most talented guard that was in the portal. Say what you will about him. He, they got a commitment from Caleb Love. I don't think that you can blame uh, Jawan Howard for Caleb Love not being at Michigan right now. Is that probably fair without going too far into specifics, right? And then It's very fair. And then you added a couple of good pieces. Um, losing Hunter Dickinson is a killer, right? Like That's going to drop you down at least two letter grades for me. But I think you give them a solid C. They, they're in like that C to C plus range, right? Like you're not really doing so poorly that you're going to fail out of school, but you're not really doing anything exemplary. You're just kind of like there. You're staying afloat. You, you've built a team. You you had a team that was 17 and 14 last year, and you've built a team that is probably going to go 17 and 14 again this year. Status quo, baby. C's get degrees.
That hurts so much to hear out loud, but you're right. Damn it. All right. Listen, this has been fun. This has been another edition of the college basketball offseason grades presented by the Field of 60. If you want to see more of Gray suffering as a Michigan fan, make sure you hit that subscribe button and come hang out with us all season. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.